You're listening to NapaBroadcasting.com. Local voices, local conversations. Welcome back to NapaBroadcasting.com. Yesterday, a federal judge ruled against the Mishawa Wapo tribe in their suit against the federal government seeking status recognition. Had the tribe been successful in its suit, land in Napa County could have been placed in federal trust, therefore exempting it from all local and state regulations and opening the way to one route towards gaming in Napa County. For the community and especially for the Napa Valley Vintners, this was clearly a successful battle. To carry the metaphor a step further, though, the war continues. The verdict is subject to appeal, and another tribe that already has federal recognition is looking at Napa in conjunction with one of the gaming industry's most respected and deep-pocketed developers. To talk about what all this means, where we are, and where this might be going, I'm joined by Rex Stoltz from the Napa Valley Vintners. Rex, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Great to have you here. First of all, congratulations on uh, a a long-fought and tough victory in the first step of this battle. Hey, thanks a lot. I mean, uh, it was definitely a team effort led by uh, the county. Supervisor Diane Dillon uh, showed tremendous resolve and leadership throughout this process. County Council Mintron has an extensive background in this area from his time at Riverside um, and a, a very solid legal mind. Uh, Larry Florin, the Intergovernmental Affairs Director, uh, kind of knows uh, you know the policies and politics and ways around. And so uh, between those county leaders and the and, uh, uh, the NVP, but, you know, even some of our members stepped up and uh, were involved in numerous, numerous trips back and forth to D.C. over the last five years. So thank you, but it certainly was a team effort. Talk a little bit about what this ruling means, what this this narrow victory is, and certainly it is a big deal, but it is just a step in the process. You've got that exactly right. It It is a very big deal. Um, that was uh, five years of, of work, I mean, nonstop work. And quite frankly, I was not optimistic ever. Even sitting through the federal hearing two years ago, um, actually, I was a bit optimistic sitting, sitting in that hearing because the judge seemed to really hone in on all the vulnerable aspects of the WAPO's argument uh, to the degree that, that Larry Florin and I were looking at each other almost astonished and wishing he would make a decision on, on site. Uh, he didn't. It took almost two years. Uh, he made the, the right decision in our mind based on the facts available as opposed to rhetoric and, and everything else. Um, so that's a big, big step uh, as it relates to that. But, of course, you know, last week we found out the Scotts Valley Pomo are looking for land and they have a casino deal in place with a developer, I should say. And, uh, and then, meanwhile, the BIA, the Bureau of Indian Affairs, is uh, proposed new rules that would essentially streamline the process for tribal recognition uh, getting land, getting casinos uh, throughout the country. So we've got uh, specific challenges still in front of us here in Napa County, and we're at the forefront of trying to uh, ensure the communities across the country that may not want a casino have a voice in their own processes. Talk a little bit about the Scotts Valley tribe situation that was reported extensively at the end of last week. Talk a little bit about what that means, how that is fundamentally different from the victory in federal court yesterday. Well, what the WAPO were attempting to do was to get re-recognized by the federal government and and essentially uh, an end run around Congress um, and uh, sued the federal government going through the sue and settle strategy, which... Uh, you could see why they would do it, and it, it worked well previously. Um, so they were trying to get re-recognized, which would be the first step 
in casino gaming or whatever eventual, eventual economic development things they wanted to do in Napa or Sonoma County. So uh, what they were attempting to do was the first step. The Scotts Valley Pomo are already beyond that and are looking for uh, land. They do have an agreement in place, as I've seen and others have seen, with a Las Vegas casino developer, the guy that's developed many of these. So they are uh, you know, light years ahead of what we were dealing with with the WAPO situation. In, ter- in fact, it's more troubling. Right. I mean, in terms of the Scotts Valley situation, if, in fact, they find a piece of land, if they would move forward, what, if anything, can the county and the various interest groups within the county do as, as an effort to stop that development? You know, I think that's probably a better question for uh, uh, people at Mintron and mm-hmm. others at the county that have a little more uh, uh, legal knowledge and insight and procedural knowledge and insight than I do. Uh, but rest assured, we will do anything and everything in our power to uh, make sure this doesn't happen and that Napa Valley does not end up uh, with casino gaming. And uh, we've been at this now for five years, as Larry Florence said recently, or just the other day, yesterday, I suppose, that he felt like the last five years were kind of like, you know, the warm up for where we are now. And <laughs> now you've got a broad coalition of community leaders, uh, very broad, Vision 2050, uh, uh, Sierra Club, Friends of the River, uh, all the way down to the various chambers and, and wine industry organizations, um, all coming together to say, this is not something we want and are willing to pony up money to, to and time and effort and energy to stop it. Talk a little, I want to go back a little bit and talk about, because there were really questions about it in some of the comments and some of the letters in the paper last week, what the opposition to this is really all about. Why there is such strong and broad opposition as you were just delineating. I think it comes down to this. Uh, We are an agricultural community. We have, uh, to my knowledge, the most uh, rigid set of land use laws of of anywhere that I know of. some, you know, you can get nitpicky as to whether they're good or bad or this needs to be tweaked or that needs to be tweaked. But at the end of the day, they've served Napa Valley really well. Going back to the Ag Preserve in 68, WDO, Measure J, everything else is, is all set up to ensure that um, agriculture is the highest and best use of, of land within the Ag Preserve, which is, you know, the Napa Valley floor. So if you believe in all that, as I do and, and all the people around the room did, did on Friday, then we need to do what we can to um, sustain and uphold that. And inviting a sovereign nation into a community that has these types of laws, a sovereign nation would not have to abide by any of these laws. It's just, it creates a kind of an incompatible relationship. Are there areas in the county, are there places in the county that people have talked about that, that they could live with this if it were to happen? That's funny, I was asked that yesterday by the register. I think another part of the answer to your previous question is, I mean, you've got the Ag Preserve and the land use laws to uphold it. Step back away from that and just look at our community as a whole. Uh, traffic already is not ideal in Napa Valley. It, you know, if we're honest with ourselves, it's, it's kind of bad, getting worse. We don't have any plans in place to address it. And, it's, and we have, what, two roads, really, up and down the valley. We've got Highway 29 and Silverado Trail already impacted. We've got limited ways in and out of the Napa Valley now. And if you drop a casino in a situation such as that, it's going to turn it into gridlock. So in answer to your question you just asked, I don't think that there is any ideal place for a casino in the Napa Valley. And I know Congressman Thompson, who has been mm-hmm. a real leader in this effort for, for five years, feels exactly the same way before redistricting. 
he represented more Indian tribes than anybody in Congress and always a support, uh, supporter of the tribes and their ability to make money where it made sense. And he was the first to say that Napa Valley is not one of those places. And finally, just, and, and obviously this is a legal question, but from what you've heard, from really what's transpired in the past 24, 36 hours, is there a sense that this decision, that this federal judge's decision will be appealed? Is that the next step for, for the WAPO tribe? You'd have to ask them. I don't know. But the based on the, 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 the decision, which has to do with um, statute of limitations, I mean, they waited... 40 years too long. <laughs> I don't see how you get around that on appeal. I mean, that's not going to change. So I, I would doubt that they would appeal. I don't think that their investors uh, who have, you know, basically wasted a lot of money at this point want to continue throwing good money after bad. I think, you know, they'll probably, if they're going to continue to pursue this effort, they're going to look at other uh, methods as opposed to appeal. Um, that That's just pure speculation on my part. Rex Stoltz, Napa Valley Vintners. Rex, I thank you so much for spending a little time with us and bringing us up to date on this story. Yeah, Jeff, I think the real message here is that anybody that's looking to develop a casino in Napa Valley can anticipate strong opposition from a a broad but cohesive uh, uh, group of uh, community leaders and and well-financed, and at the end of the day, our our land is our livelihood, and it's very important to us here. I can't help but be struck by the fact that we were all there uh, a week or two ago at the county forum on, on land use issues and all of this, and there was so much division on so many issues that, that a lot of people had, and this is really something that brings the whole community together. Yeah, you know, there was some division. I don't think the division was that massive at the community forum. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, in my perspective, we were a little more aligned than people probably thought we would have been but without a doubt this is something that has brought everybody together and everyone's kind of rallying around the same issue um so if there's a silver lining to the to the clouds uh, maybe that's it rex thanks so much thanks jeff thanks for listening to napa napa valley radio for the way we live now